0: Hello. hello, hello, y'all! This is Mr. Authentic Eight Three Eight, and we are back with another episode of the Unpacking Podcast. And today, I got my guy Christopher Robbins. What's going on? What Nothing much, man. Lovely day today. Yes, it is. Yes, you crazy, it is. Crazy, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I just want to appreciate you coming in, man. I do appreciate everybody that's you know listening into the podcast. Uh, We got sponsored, baby, so, uh, you know, y'all hear our ad on there? It ain't the best ad, but, you know, hey, we're going to get better at it, you know, so we're just kind of winging it, and we're just going to go with the flow. So with that being said, today's topic is being secure in your mask. There's nothing wrong with being secure with your masculinity. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Chris? I think I need to say it again too, huh? There's nothing wrong with being secure in your masculinity. There we go. There we go. Oh man, that's that's. I think I think I'm feeling it, man. I, man, my arms are starting to feel strong right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with the definition of masculinity: the qualities or attributes regarding as. Regarded as characteristics of a man. Uh, Examples as handsome, muscular, and he has drive. He's a primal example of masculinity. He has a primal uh, uh, attitude, I guess. You know, Um, there's many different ways of explaining what masculinity is, but the best way for me to explain masculinity to a person, of uh, to another man, is being secure, uh, being confident. Um, to me, your mask to me, I mean, everybody's perspective on masculinity is different. You know, Chris's perspective on masculinity is going to be different from my perspective on masculinity because we are two different people. He may perceive it completely different than the way I will perceive it. And I look at masculinity as a person being comfortable in their skin and who they are as a person. The more comfortable you are to me shows me that you are a person that understands who you are. And that right there is masculinity in my book. But in other people, they feel like if you in the streets... Willing and dealing and throwing and slang and drugs—that in their eyes is their way of showing their masculinity. If that makes sense, you—you you picking up what I'm putting down?
1: Definitely,
0: so people okay. not believe in that. Definitely, definitely. Right. So, was that you, Motown? Was that Motown? No. It sounded like him. Okay, I thought Morgan Freeman was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so when we talk about the masculinity and being secure in it, we're talking about men that are that. Now, we are going to talk about other different types of masculinity because there are different types. But right now, we're just going to talk about the secure masculinity. And one of the things that when I hear, well, to be honest with you, I'm okay with telling another man that, you know, man, dude, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, man, you, you know, whatever it was a person may have said, I'm like, man, that made a lot of sense. Bro, you're looking good, smelling fresh, and, you know, I'm not, I don't have to say no homo. You know what I mean? Some people feel like they can't even give another dude a compliment because they felt like that's gay. To me, that's insecure masculinity. And to me, I feel like that's masculinity. There's nothing wrong with telling another dude he fresh, he look good, he's, you know what I'm saying? If he do, that don't mean you gay. That don't mean you're homosexual. That don't mean anything than what it means. Some people take something so small and make it way bigger than what it is, but that's because they're insecure about who they are as a person, and they're trying to portray that on someone else because they are not secure in their masculinity. Red flag in my eyes. You're a type of person and for, for Mr. Authentic. I'm going to look at you kind of funny like, bro, nah, chill out. You know, some people, I, to be honest with you, some people feel like their masculinity is being tested when they get around other uh, genders and different men in the same room. Even if they're uh, transsexual, bisexual, or whatever the binary or non-binary I don't know (laughs) whatever the whatever it is that you classify yourself as I don't have a problem with it because I'm secure in who I am and you know it doesn't bother me I didn't got hit on by gay dudes I just chuck it up and started laughing like dang you know but I've seen dudes where they got hit on by a gay dude and to be honest with you I think the dude was hitting on me was just playing. I don't even think he was serious. I think he was just messing around. Because some gay dudes like to do that, you know, and play just, you know, and that gets them fucked up by some people, you know. I feel like that's something you probably don't want to do with any and everybody. You know, once again, that goes back to the old podcast episode. If you didn't listen to it, read the room. Know who you're dealing with before you start cracking them jokes because you can get fucked up. So anyway, (laughs) so I feel like some dudes get offended and want to fight because they feel some type of way. And look, I, I get it. I definitely get it that men don't like to feel some type of way. And I'm here to tell you that that it's, it's okay to feel some type of way and it's okay to protect your feel for the way that you feel. That makes sense, Chris? You're getting it? So if you do feel some type of way about something and you feel offended, oh, all right, address it. But that don't always mean you got to fight somebody just to prove that you are a man and that your masculinity was tested from somebody else. Because in my eyes, I look like I look at it like as if if you can't have the conversation to make the person understand where the shift in the room happened, where he can understand that would not to play with you that way and that you crossed him in some kind of way and you offended him for him to understand where you're coming from. And you can't have that conversation with him besides wanting to beat him up. Do no. It ain't always got to be about fighting somebody. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? There's so many different times where black men and black people, and all genders, are losing their lives over a misunderstanding because they lack the they lack the teaching or they lack the masculinity to have the conversation and make that person understand where they're coming from without getting upset. Well, making just wanting to fight, you know, and the situation escalating because you can't communicate properly. And you don't know how to make this person feel where you're coming from without having to puff up your chest and flop your wings like a rooster. Or a turkey. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I like that. Like real, bro. That's real. To me, bro, that's little dick energy. Once again, another one of the episodes that we did a long time ago. You can go back and check that out too. So what I'm saying is no there are different levels of masculinity and like I said people perceive the masculinity different but it's okay to it's okay to have feelings and it's okay to be comfortable in your feel just make sure that it's not always about you know wanting to fight somebody because you feel threatened from somebody else's masculinity because they come off a lot more stronger than you. And everybody that has a strong presence have a weak, they're weak in some other aspect. And that's how I just look at things. Where are you coming at, Chris? I'm talking
1: a lot. <laughs> true that, bro. No, that, that, that's actually true, though. Like you say, man, masculinity comes in rare form, especially for, this for us. Right. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna go off for you know, uh, you know, us being black men like that. Um, masculinity it comes from both sides. It comes from other male, it comes from males, and it also comes from some of the females as well because they play a important role on you know how a man perceives uh, masculinity too. Because you got to be so strong for everybody. You can't cry, if, you know. that being secure. You know, or being insecure, it, it comes from both sides. Uh, you know, some people can feel insecure if, as a man if they cry. All right, cool. You might, your mom might told you, men don't cry. Well, that everybody cry, That ain't true, right? So you know, you gotta be secure with that because you know we ain't saying you gotta go out and cry in front of everybody. No, that ain't what you gotta do. You can have to where against you and your significant other. All right. You, you you and your mom or you and your brother or whatever it is but you know we gotta perceive things different ways and you know just kind of open up a little bit because i'm gonna say as as black men even in my household and you know growing up we was taught that you know you gotta be strong that's what a man's supposed to be he's supposed to be tough he's supposed to be rough you know and I get with that, going back to the point where you like, you know, men losing their life out here for stupid stuff and misunderstanding, that's true, because, you know, we are, from where I'm from, we was taught don't you know, back down from nothing. Somebody look at you wrong, and that, that can start a fight, too. So, you know, being just, let's just say, like you said, being secure with your masculinity. Somebody got on, they got on the dope shirt or, you know, nice shirt. You no, give a couple You like the shirt. You like the shoes. That don't mean that you, you know, you got to be gay. You can hang out your no homo set, bro. Let me... We know that. <laughs> Come on, man. Right. You like a shirt. Right. The same thing you do if you go see a shirt in the mall or online. Yo, I like that shirt. You ain't going to tell the computer screen no homo. <laughs> sense on some of the stuff that you know
0: a guy. we use that no homo for you can't, hey bro, you I can't say, you say it's no common homo. sense though you that's can't, you, that's we, you, that's we have I'm to saying, we got to retire you. that word because that, right well we don't got to retire but people got to understand the meaning and understand what common sense is because common sense isn't common that's no different than masculinity because what like i said you perceive things differently in different cultures too because some people feel like testing their masculinity in, is a form of respect and a form of disrespect as well. Yes, sir. You know? And sometimes yes. people look at it like... I know a lot of people that look at it like, man, you're disrespecting me. You know, by testing my testing my 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 G. You know, testing my trio. Testing who I am as a person. You hey, know? You want to know
1: what, what the crazy part about that is? When we feel like, well, I'm going to just, just for me, you feel like that when you with your girl, that, that, times that a kid, isn't is going to be with your girl or, you know, you with your girl and the kids or, you know, whatever that is, when you're going to feel like, Hey, don't like that. Let another guy come up and be like, yo, my, yeah, you know, you're going to feel like, yeah, you disrespecting that. You know, you, you asked the and spoke to my girl while I'm standing right here with her. You, you bold. both. Well,
0: and I feel you know. like in that situation, I feel like that's a little different because if they're being, di- they're blankly being disrespecting you know?
1: Some of them are, but some of some guys, hey, some guys aren't,
0: though. Right. I feel but like let's,
1: it's,
0: let's just, I feel like that's a broad, man. I feel like it's broad because you don't know, like, I'm not going to whoop somebody for trying to talk to my wife, like, hey, man, you know, how you doing? And this and this and this. But if he's trying to really talk to her, i now, there's but this... Right. Now, once again, this goes off of perception by paying attention to body language, paying attention to how he's talking to her, how he's looking at her, and how he you know, and how he approaches her. You know? I can't just jump off in this dude's butt and not knowing like, hey man, this could be a, a long lost friend or somebody she went to school with. There's been plenty of times I've been caught up in this- well, not plenty of time. Let me correct myself. Let me, let me correct myself. I've been put in a situation with an ex before where I felt like a dude was crossing me the wrong way. And this is somebody she went to school with. And it wasn't even nothing like that. But yeah. I wasn't securing my masculinity at the time. So I felt like dude was crossing a line that wasn't even there to be crossed. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah that was- but, that's, but see, that's when you feel like your masculinity is being, you know, tested for that disrespect
0: and respect. Right. And that, a lot of that is too because I was a lot younger. You know, people don't really start getting into their, their being secure in their masculinity until they get a little bit more older and whatever. And a lot of men are more immature or are more immature when it comes to that nature and that perspective and, and in a whole. And I feel like that's one of the things as fathers we need to teach our young men in as try to make sure that they understand that you need to be more secure in who you are and okay be more secure of who you are as a person so that way you don't you know what I'm saying always be getting into a fight a right my wife always says um, if This one person gets into it with everybody they meet. It's not, it's them. Because something that person's doing to continuously get into it with every single person. And a person like that is a person that's not secure in their masculinity or not secure. There's something more at foot with that person. Yep. You know?
1: Agreed
0: on that one. So let's uh let's talk about toxic masculinity. And I think we may have uh you know, touched down on that a little bit. Hold on. Let me get my what when you hear toxic masculinity, what what do you think
1: of when you hear that?
0: I would be honest with you excuse the language, but I, the first thing I'm
1: thinking about is a what Is a what? Is <laughs> a fuckboy. <laughs> a fuckboy, right? Uh, no, you good. I, right. I, I, put, it, put it this way. I, I'm thinking about a person that's been a showboat, and, you know, they overcompensate for what they lack. So let's say if, if, you know, they're not so, you know, uh, it? Yeah, shit. Gonna <laughs> well, I wasn't going to rap, but alright. There we go, Motel. uh you know, if they're not well out, they're going to be flashy. Right. You know, they're going to want the design stuff. You're going to have to have all the designer fits, clothes, chains, jewelry. you got to have something to show that, hey. I might not be there, I might not be able to work down there, but look at all the stuff I got. I'm still a catch.
0: So, i definitely get it.
1: Oh, man, but yeah, um, that's so, how most people actually are nowadays, though, man. You just, it might not even be that, but they just not might not feel so secure with themselves or stuff like that so they gotta pretend to fit in with society or fit in with a girl or fit in with you know whatever the case may be or what they trying to get in with that's what they gonna do they might not even know how to fight but they gonna run around with the people that go you know fight every day or stuff like that right
0: so a toxic masculinity describes a certain trait causes harm to men themselves And are harmful to women and others. So when I hear that toxic masculinity, I hear the smartest person in the room. Now, let me tell you something. I used to be really, really, I used to be the type of person. Well, I'm still that type of person. People probably to this day think that I'm probably the one person that probably won't fight. I come off as a punk because I'm pretty much laid back and I don't, I'm not a hothead. But when I, when I get there, I'm there, but it takes me a minute to get me there. But the thing about that is I listen hard. So I know how to I know how to, f- to really fuck with a person. <laughs> I'm a social I'm a social person to be you know to make things quite frank. I don't have to fight you to up to get the person to get mad and you know I, I don't have to. I don't, you want to get puffed and you know be puff the magic dragon okay okay calm down sir. If you want to get loud and all that shit and, you know that's cool. You can get loud. I'm not gonna get loud with you sir. I don't have to. I know exactly how to press your buttons to get you to get upset. I'm a calculated person. You know, toxic masculinity. People don't want to be do not like me (laughs) because see, toxic masculinity is, like you said, the showboats, the loudest person in the room, a person that likes all the attention. And I'm going to be that guy to give you all the attention. You know, I know plenty of times back in the day in my single days where I used to go out, and, you know, drink and have fun. And we was always with the the loudest person in the room. I let him be the loudest person in the room. I sit back. Guess what I was doing? I was handling business. While he was getting all the attention, I'm handling business over here. <laughs> what uh, what is What am I doing? I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. Let this man handle his business and take all the attention off of me while I go over here and do something completely different. Now, the reason why they call it toxic masculinity is because they're insecure in their masculinity. So they have to portray themselves as something they're not to to play off of the perception of everyone else that they are what they're not. You following me? So, like, I have a, I'm not going to put my car out there. I have a car, regular car. I bought this regular car. They dudes trying to sell me, um, I could have got a Camaro. I could have really got, like, a sports car. But I'm not a flashy type of dude. I want, I think more logical. I think more on money saving. I think more on what's the best price and what best fits me and my budget. I got friends that ain't like that. They want to go for the the Camaro. They want to go for the challenge. They want to go for these things. I put up at a party. You know, everybody out there with these nice clean cars, two-door sports cars and whatever, nice and whatever. And then you can really start seeing toxic masculinity around income tax season. You know, and we've been <laughs> say yes, I'm right. talking about it. Or you know, we've been getting these we've been getting these stimulus checks for uh, <laughs> getting these stimulus checks. You know, everybody on social media flashing at bread. You know what I mean? And they doing all that. Now, look, let me tell you something. I'm not now. You want to flash your money? I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm the I'm the dude watching your money. <laughs> I'm seeing where you're putting your money. Okay. We see you the guy we need to go get later. <laughs> you know, if we really wanna be on some robbing stuff, the guy that wanna flash all his money and do all that, okay, you the you the victim. You don't know it yet. But we gonna get you later. <laughs> but the point that I'm making, let's get back on topic. The point that I'm making is when I pulled up, you know, I had an average-looking car. Nothing spectacular. Everybody was all doing whatever they were doing. The difference is I was so secure in who I was and why I bought what I bought and where everyone else is. Now, a year or two later, all those guys with those cars have all been repoed. They were living outside their means. You know, I still got my car. Now, I'm not saying this to jab at nobody i'm not saying this to pick at nobody but the reason why i'm saying this is you need to understand that toxic masculinity comes from people well toxic masculinity is the definition of living outside your means and being something you're not because you're not secure and you want to uh hang out with mr jones and all them dude look dude mr jones is living the way he's living because mr jones can comfortably live that lifestyle But Mr. Authentic can't live with Mr. Jones because Mr. Authentic ain't got Mr. Jones' money. He got nice clean grass over there and it's it's green and it look good. He could pay that water bill. But Mr. Authentic can't pay that water bill a little bit too high for me. So my grass may look a little brown. (laughs) So what I'm saying is know 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 where you need to be and be comfortable in that. You know, women are not going to okay not all women some women look at oh man he got his stuff together you could pull up got this fancy car women probably gonna be like yep he got that money you know what i mean it really ain't got all that you know what i mean it and i get it it's it's a game that people play to pull off and get you know to get the chicks and stuff like that but i had to learn like having the finest chick in the world really ain't all that what it's cracked up to be (laughs) I'm just, that's just from my perspective. It ain't really what it's all cracked up to be, you know. You want a strong woman that's going to, how my boy some, uh, how my boy say it from uh, coming to America. It me intellect, intellectually, and physically. <laughs> you know, that's gonna want the best interest for me and her. That's gonna want us both to grow where we can both be comfortable, and she's more on jumping on my butt on saving money instead of going out here splurging and spending money. That's toxic masculinity. And that also favors in the women, too. Women have their own femininity. Ooh, that's a word. (laughs) I'm going to screw that (laughs) up. Okay, but women also have their own feminine uh, Women. Okay. Well, anyways, we're not even going to try. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Y'all know where I'm going. Yeah, true though. Yeah. Like back at the lab. Right. So <laughs> I'm group. So we uh, got to understand where we're going and where we're, where we're supposed to be at. You know, uh, people get their income tax and they blow their money. They don't ever think about the future. They don't ever try to put their money where it needs to be and whatever. That's toxic masculinity. Be comfortable where you're at in life, and then for you to become prosperous is to understand where you've been, where you're going, and how to get there. Right. Um, anything else you want to say on that topic, my man? Ah, uh, you hit, you hit that one in the head,
1: you know. Yeah, and enjoy, I enjoyed the verbiage of everything there.
0: Yeah, so, bro, I, um, I, tried to, I tried to, I tried, but bro, that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that, that was
1: actually good, though, on <laughs> Cool. You hit
0: that one pretty much like you said, man. It's just, well, we all take masculinity in, in different forms and different ways, so. You know, I'll here's something I want to throw out. You know, Masculinity also plays a factor in social media. And the reason why I say that is because social media is a platform where you could be anybody you want to be. And the only people that will know who you really are are the people that really know you in real life. But anybody could be anything. If you're not the strong masculinity if you're not the strong masculinity person that you are in real life, you can be that on social media. But to be real, it makes sense to just be yourself. It really does. Because dude, that's all gonna come out. You know? Like I've never realized how much I pay attention to stuff until Motown told me one day, like, dude, you catch stuff that I'm never caught. And it's not because I be paying attention to things. It's just that, you know, I'm just kind of living life, doing me and whatever. But I just happen to know what's going on around me. You know, certain I, I pay attention to what goes on with a person at the same time every year. I pay attention to how a person that I fool with, how they operate. And you know what I mean? But I feel like because I'm close to that person it's my right to pay attention to that person and see how they're moving. And if they're not moving in the way I wanted to move, I kind of be like, okay, I know this time I need to get back, you know? But that's just from being, that's just from perspective. Well, that's from me being, retro, looking at things in a retrospect to understand like, hey, at this particular time in this moment, I need to move around from that because I don't want that toxicness on me. Because it can reflect on, his toxicness can reflect on who I am. And a lot of people say that that's not true, and it, it really is. Because that per, yeah, that person can be on some BS, and you hanging with that bird, what, what's the phrase? Birds of a feather flock together? That's real talk. That's real. And people, not they not saying that to make just to be saying it. I didn't realize how true that was to have the therapy. And when he started breaking things down, I got to realize, I'm like, whoa. I do do, what every, I do do what everyone else does. So I needed to break myself from that. I planted my own seed in my own grass. I mean, not grass, in my own dirt. And I watched my own tree grow. Now I got me a daughter. She brushed off. That's my new leaf. So now I got to teach this bad one, <laughs> you know, the fruits of the labor that I put forth in life so that way she could be a, the best version of herself I learned a lot from the, a lot of the mistakes that I've done in my lifetime and I'm going to take those lessons to teach her well try to teach her a bad Because <laughs> right now us. why beating her? let me take that back we're punishing her because she you know she bad y'all. <laughs> But anyways, I think that's getting off topic and whatever. And we've been on here for about thirty minutes. Is there anything else you want to say, my man? Nah, we good. We good. Oh, you know what? No, we're not good. Um, Uh-oh. talk a little oh, bit yes. about talk a little bit about the charity, of, um, March of Dimes. Aha. let's go. March of Dimes. Yes. Actually, we got
1: a countdown going on, so we got forty-five days. Until the actual March of Dimes event happens Uh, due to COVID. It's not going to be the large crowd of the big gathering that usually is. It's going to be more of a virtual one. But, you know, March of Dimes, March of Babies um, is a charitable organization that donates and focuses more on the aspects of premature parents, uh, premature babies. And uh, premature parents that, you know, are going through situations with their child and dealing with some stuff. Um, pretty much they have about everything from hospitals, uh, building pretty much rooms for parents. So their kid is going into an extended stay into the NICU, uh, which is pretty much the emergency room for babies, um, Helped by incubators, the jaundice lights, uh, just tools to help out with uh, premature kids and things that they might need while they're in their state for their, um, the organization that started us, that they got me into it and actually, go you know, focus on it was, my son was born premature, the hospital that he was staying in, um, uh, March, for Downs, March for Babies actually donated the money for them to build the parent center that allowed us to spend some nights at the actual hospital with him where we can just walk down the hallway to him. Um, they also buy toys and things like that for the kids that are there that they can have the parents aren't there. Um, it's a great charity. It also gives out valuable information about premature births, um, some things that might have happened or, you know, just gives out information that you would want to know about uh, if you were having a premature child, or even if you're scared to have a premature child, you can also go to, to the organization and just get information on pretty much everything. You get information from doctors. You get information from some of the kids that have grown up and are grown right now. And so you can also get information from some of the parents that, you know, have went through some of the testimonies and things like that. Uh, you can also see pictures of the premature kids and everything else. Um, the site is open to everybody. Um... March it go and go to it on whatever you're on, cell phones, tablets, phones, computers, anything, you go to it and check it out, um, right now, the Unpack the Podcast is being a sponsor to one of the teams, of course, um, as you say, it is my son's team, uh, Cam Cam, you can go on there, if you want to donate, it's easy, just go on there, you can either type in a team name, which is simple, Cam Cam, K A M K A M and just hit donate, and you can make a donation directly towards them, or you can donate to the Unpocket Podcast, and, you know, help us help somebody else that they might be in need in the NICU, or, you know, let's help buy some kids some toys or some teddy bears they can lay with while they're at their aesthetic stays. stage. Uh, but that is pretty much it. Once the world opens back up, when we get to normal, then hopefully we can, you know, we can have the actual body count and a presence at the actual
0: events. Right. We're also going to get the link. He's going to send me the link and the information. I'm going to put it in the description with the Unpacking Podcast donation link, which is still on the Cash app, and the link to Cam Cam for the March of Dimes as well. Either way, it doesn't matter. The proceeds will still go towards. That organization, and when we go forth doing that, um, check out the YouTube channel, The Unpacking Podcast. There ain't really much on there besides me ranting and talking about the, what we're doing now and whatnot. Um, if you guys are interested, want to participate in that, please do so. We encourage the more people to, you know, donate and you know take care of someone else in these time ty- trying times. Download the Anchor app, you know, start your own platforms, do what you guys need to do, man. Let's work this out, try to get you guys out here and make some money. It may not be long money, but it is money indeed. (laughs) So I do appreciate the Anchor app for um, sponsoring the podcast and whatever. Anyone else that, you know, we also have some organizations with the K&K Barbecue here in Corsicana, and um, we also have Barbershop, uh, Genesis Barbershop, Barbershop. they're also good support, they they support the podcast and whatever, so um, if you guys want to get haircuts, that's a place to go to get your haircuts, if you want to go get you a good barbecue meal, that's a good place to start. And we'll just keep pressing forward. We're going to drop another episode next week. We got a real good one. Um, Troy wanted to get on. Well, Trouble wanted to get on today, but he had some things he had to handle. So we'll probably do a part two because he's got a lot. He's got to unpack. So we'll probably pick up on that in the next coming weeks. I think next week, yeah, next week we're going to do another one a little later, but it'll still come out on the same time like normal. Uh, With that being said, man, if you guys like what we got going on and you guys like what we're doing, that's great. If you don't like it, it's okay, man. We understand. If it's something that we said and you feel some type of way, good. That means you need to go to the mirror and figure the fuck out. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) This is the Unpacking Podcast, and we are glad that everyone is here, and uh, y'all mask up. I don't care if the world is open in Texas. Mask up. Cover your nose. All right. Indeed. It's yes, sir. It's <laughs> stupid.